This is the Mango Mind Podcast, and I'm Steve Shelton. Instead of interviewing someone today, we're going to talk about something else, and that is me. I apologize for it being so long since my last new podcast. One person I interviewed has disappeared, so I'm not able to get her approval to air her interview. Hopefully, the woman will get back to me and let me know everything is fine. And once she approves the podcast, I'll put it up. Another interviewee disclosed information that made me question the authenticity of their diagnosis. In fact, what they said could not happen. I deep-sixed another podcast after the girlfriend of the interviewee was upset with delays in editing and they gave me an ultimatum. I don't do ultimatums. So I decided to air this podcast instead, and it comes at a fortuitous time. As I've said on here before, I've had DID for more than 50 years. My alters did some shocking and dangerous things over a period of 30 years. I always knew my story would make a good book, but I also knew I had to re-traumatize myself over and over to write it. I put off doing it for more than 20 years because I wasn't sure if I could. Two years ago, I decided to write a memoir about shit that happened, including the bank robberies one of my alters committed. Writing the manuscript took a lot out of me. I had to step into the shoes of my younger self in order to write it authentically and to tell what happened, how I felt about it. That included my childhood when several sexual predators targeted me. I was a lonely, emotionally vulnerable child who fell prey to multiple sexual predators. When I finished writing the memoir, I was relieved to have it over. Then came the book proposal which I've been working on for a couple of months. If any of you have ever written a nonfiction book, you know the importance of the book proposal. You have to identify whether there's a market for the book, why it's important, what books are its comparative or competitive titles, how you're going to market it, and who your target audience is. The comparative and competitive titles are called comps, and I had to read them. There are extremely few traditionally published books in the past five years where the author discussed their DID, so I had to pivot. And that meant looking at books with extreme sexual abuse of children and how the person overcame it. I've read several such books in the past few weeks. Last night, I was reading one of the books with childhood rape. My husband asked, are you okay? Of course, I answered, I'm fine. It was a lie. I haven't been okay for several months. The deeper I went down the rabbit hole of my childhood trauma and the trauma of those whose books I read, the more it all affected me. I've become withdrawn and moody. And as I've moved forward with editing my manuscript and working on the book proposal, the more I've had to relive the 10 years of pure hell I went through as a child and the 20 years of torment that followed. I had waited two decades to write my story because of the fears I had. Mostly, I was afraid that my alters, Mark and Wayne, would reappear. They haven't. But all the pain I survived the first time has landed on my doorstep again, over and over and over. I always tell others to practice self-care when they're getting in this kind of a situation. You're supposed to practice what you preach, but it's difficult. We talk about it, we promise to practice it, and we usually blow it off. I've always put other people before me, so it didn't surprise me that I put self-care on the back burner. If I practiced it, that would mean putting my memoir and book proposal on the back burner as well, and I couldn't do that. I forged ahead. So here I am. The podcast has suffered, my friendships have suffered, and I'd like to think my relationship with my husband hasn't suffered, but I know that's been tough as well. The point of today's podcast is not to make excuses. It's to tell people you've got to take care of yourselves. 
Mental health is very important. And those of us with mental disorders and mental illnesses, it becomes even more so. One slip and we can fall back into old ways that we know are not healthy for us or anybody around us. For 20 something years, I ignored my mental disorder when I was younger and it put me in a very bad place. The problem is a lot of people don't have access to mental health care and that's sad. This country tends to sweep mental illness under the rug and not talk about it and not deal with it. And that leaves those of us who have it at everyone else's mercy. Not everyone has health insurance. Not every county has good mental health programs. But for those of you who have access and are in distress or in trouble or just see a chink forming in your armor, get help. If not from a professional, at least from your friends and your loved ones. Don't let things fester. Don't let things fall by the wayside until it's too late. Get help. And that's the whole purpose of my memoir is to let people know that no matter how much it might pain you, you need to talk to someone. You need to tell people about your mental health before it bites you in the ass. And that's it. It's a simple message. It's very hard to receive. It's very hard to listen to. And it's even harder to take to heart and do something about. But I hope everyone does. For me, I'm forging ahead with my memoir and with my book proposal and with everything else in my life that is trying to help me get past all the heartache, all the pain that I went through as a kid and as a young adult. There's a valuable resource out there that could help those of us who don't have access to mental health care, and it's free. It's called NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. It's a grassroots mental health organization nationwide that offers various types of programs for those of us to access. They have online peer groups where you can meet and talk to others and share your problems. It's helpful. And they can also help link you up to resources in the area that might be able to give you therapy. You can find NAMI at www.nami, that's N-A-M-I dot org, that's O-R-G, www.nami.org. For those of us with a dissociative disorder, such as DID or OSDD, there's another organization that is specific to these disorders, and they offer a lot of good help. And that's multipliedbyone.org, that's multipliedbyone.org. You can find them at www.multipliedbyone.org. That's multipliedbyone, one word, dot org, O-R-G. When it comes to your mental health, if someone asks you if you're okay, don't lie. Tell them the truth. It might save your life. If you're in the United States and are considering self-harm, please call 988 for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. This has been the Mangled Mind Podcast, and I'm Steve Shelton. You can write to me at stephenshelton at themangledmind.com or go to my website, themangledmind.com. Until next week, stay safe and have good mental health.